Chapter fourteen of Stories of the Lifeboat by Frank Mundell. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Stranding of the Ida. On the night of Sunday, the thirty first of January, eighteen ninety two, the North German Lloyd liner Ida, bound from New York to Southampton stranded on a reef of rocks off the isle of wight a dense fog prevailed at the time and a very rough sea was running signal rockets were immediately sent up and about eleven o'clock the atherfield lifeboat proceeded to her assistance there was no immediate danger to the passengers and crew so the captain decided to telegraph for steam tugs the telegrams were accordingly handed into the lifeboat and she returned to the shore to send them off at daylight next morning signals were made by the ida and the lifeboat again went out and found that the captain wished to land some of the mails and they were therefore brought ashore meanwhile news of the stranding of the steamer had been sent to the lifeboat stations at brystone grange and brook and these lifeboats at once put off and made for the scene of the disaster with all speed the captain of the ida then decided that it would be best to land the passengers and during the day the lifeboats made altogether eighteen trips to the ship and safely landed two hundred and thirty-three passengers besides specie and mails darkness however came on and put an end to the work the next day eleven journeys were performed by the lifeboats and one hundred and forty-six people were brought to land without accident during wednesday and thursday the boats were engaged in bringing ashore bars of silver specie the ship's plate and passengers luggage forty-one journeys in all were made by the gallant lifeboatmen who worked hard and nobly and rescued three hundred and seventy-nine persons the captain and several of the crew remained on board and the vessel was eventually towed off the rocks and safely berthed in southampton docks in recognition of the devotion to duty and self-sacrifice shown by the lifeboatmen in the work of rescue the emperor of germany presented each of the coxswains of the three lifeboats with a gold watch bearing his majesty's portrait and initials the institution also awarded the second service clasp to the coxswain of the atherfield lifeboat the silver medal to the coxswain of the brystone grange lifeboat and the third service clasp to the coxswain of the brook lifeboat we reproduce the following poem on the stranding of the ida by special permission from the star the ida rode on the open sea with her safety in god's own hand for a thousand miles ay two or three with never a sight of land a shell of steel on the world of waves 
that severs the hemispheres that covers the depths of a thousand graves and the wrecks of a hundred years she bore unhurt through the storm god's din through shower and shade and sheen with the death without and her lives within and her inch of steel between from the port behind to the port beyond with never a help or guide save the needle's point and the chart he conned the master has fought the tide on the bridge in the sunday twilight dim he has taken his watchful stand and he hears the sound of a german hymn and the boom of a brazen band he looks for the lights of the royal isle ahead to left and to right below there is music and mirthful smile for land must be soon in sight in sight not yet for a fog creeps round and the night is doubly dark slow speed hush is it the fog bell sound or the shriek of the siren hark the fog bell clangs from its seaward tower and the siren shrills in fear but the vapours thicken from hour to hour and the master cannot hear on the seaward headland the beacons blaze like a midday sun would seem but its warning rays are lost in the haze and the master sees no gleam how goes the line there is time to save it is ten fathom deep by the log we have not tarried for wind or wave we cannot wait for the fog on on through the dark of a double night on on to the lurking rock no sound no gleam of a saving light till the eider leaps to the shock all night she bides where the sea death hides and her passengers crowd her deck while the leaping tides laugh over her sides and sink from the stranded wreck the eider has gold she has human lives but these can assist no more pray pray ye german children and wives for help from the english shore a signal is sent and a signal is seen and a lifeboat ay two or three from the shore to the vessel their crews row between and fight with the stormy sea they fight day and night as true englishmen can mid the roar of the storm-lashed waves and the eider's four hundred are saved to a man from the terror of seabed graves the eider bides all broken and bent with the tide she shivers and starts and stands for a time as a monument of the courage of english hearts but longer lasting the memoried grace of a noble deed and grand will knit the hearts of the english race to the hearts of the fatherland End of chapter 14